When everyone's on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And a welcome into the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one podcast destination. I am Cam Rogers. How are we doing, ladies and gentlemen? Yet another week of Tiger Woods Golf. The Memorial Tournament is upon us. Tiger has officially committed to the event. He will be at Muirfield Village up there in Ohio playing in Jack Nicholas's tournament. Exciting stuff right there. Let's take a look at the show rundown. Top 5 Tiger, yes he is, officially inside the top 5 in the world golf rankings. I'll talk about that plus later. An epic response by Tiger when asked about that big time bet for his Masters win. A new mini series coming up very soon about Tiger Woods and of course the Memorial Tournament preview and prediction. Where will Tiger finish? Come Sunday afternoon. Folks, this is the only podcast dedicated to the GOAT of the PGA Tour. This is a Pro 19 Majors podcast. You know that. And we can get to Major number 17 if Tiger can win the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach and then go ahead and win the Open Championship at Port Rush. So stay tuned for that full-fledged U.S. Open preview coming down the pipeline, so get ready for that. Be sure to hit me up on social media, at MrRogers99 on the Twitter, at MrRogers98 on the Gram. I hope you all had a fantastic Memorial Day weekend, by the way. It was absolutely beautiful where I was. I was in America's hometown, of course, Plymouth, Massachusetts. We have a cottage right on the water. My family does, at least. I don't personally. Absolutely fantastic times, met up with some friends, hung out on the beach, 90s alternative hits right there on my Apple playlist, had that going, played some can jam, I sucked, but still, I had some vodka fresca, because why not, shout out to Grey Goose, although I will caution you guys, if you start drinking on the beach at around 2 o'clock, it is going to be a very rough morning the next day. Maybe even just a really rough day in general, so expect to be very horizontal. If you start drinking at 2 o'clock, 1 o'clock, whatever, on the beach, in the sun, on that uh, whatever holiday you're celebrating, or weekend day, or what have you. So, there you go. Hope you all enjoyed yourselves with family and friends. A nice little cookout action, maybe. And we move on into the summer months now, with the U.S. Open and Open Championship coming at us. Of course, the FedEx Cup Playoffs in August as well. All right, let's talk about story number one here. Yes, Tiger Woods is now number five in the world for the first time since 2014. 
I was a sophomore in college, for crying out loud. Let's go back to that year and talk about a couple stories that happened. A, Taco Bell introduced a breakfast menu. Remember that? Yeah, that happened. How I Met Your Mother aired its final episode. They made a Sharknado 2 for some freaking reason that I can't really comprehend. Frozen became the highest grossing animated movie of all time. Happy by Pharrell Williams was the number one song. Dark Horse by Katy Perry was there at number two. LeBron James went to Cleveland. And the CIA joined Twitter officially. So if Woods wins the Memorial Tournament this week, he can get as high as number three in the official World Golf Rankings. I specify those rankings because in the Cam Rogers Rankings, Tiger Woods is the number one golfer on the planet right now. Let us not forget, by the way, that Tiger was ranked 1,199th in the world when he kickstarted his campaign of a comeback back in December of 2017 playing in the Hero World Challenge. So Tiger obviously has come a very long way since then, winning the Tour Championship back in 2018, of course hoisting the green jacket in 2019, and we are just getting started. We'll see if he can rip off maybe a couple more majors this year. I don't know. Who knows? Honestly, Tiger might not even know. And then maybe win a couple of FedEx Cup playoff events. And hey, he can win this week at the Memorial. It's a tournament he has won five times in his career. So he knows Muirfield Village quite well. So good story there. Tiger inside the top five in the world. I have a feeling he will continue to climb. Even though he was dormant last week in terms of playing on the PGA Tour, he still moved up because Justin Thomas slid back. He has not been playing much lately due to that wrist injury. So that's why Tiger is actually now inside the top five. Now you guys may recall my talking about James Aducci making that big-time Masters bet, $85,000 strong, by the way, and cashing out and winning $1.27 million. Yes, we all know that story. They say he's a Tiger super fan. I can't quite say that because, well, I am the Tiger super fan, so I don't know about this James Aducci guy. Although, I'll give him credit, he did shell out $85,000. The not-so-smart thing was the fact that he ended up placing a $100,000 bet on Tiger winning the Grand Slam, which I told you guys was mathematically possible, and there was reason to maybe be optimistic about it somewhat, but I never said it was going to happen. Now, Tiger recently engaged in his Tiger Jam event out there in Las Vegas for his foundation. He was doing a clinic of sorts. He was all mic'd up and all that jazz. And somebody asked him about that $85,000 bet by Aducci. Here's Woods on that. Tiger, what do you think about the guy that bet $85,000 for you to win the Masters? Fucking great bet.
dumbass for the Grand Slam part, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I forgot to warn you guys about the graphic content of what Tiger said, so hopefully no kids are in the car, in the air, on the boat, whatever the case. But my God, Tiger Woods in 2019 is an absolute boss. I just love this guy. He's so open, says whatever is on his mind. He really doesn't care about what he says. He doesn't care about being polished or anything along those lines because he knows he is the game of golf and he runs the show. He does. It's a fact. Just go back to those comments that he made about John Daly taking a cart during the PGA Championship and Tiger just saying, well, (laughs) I mean, I kind of won a U.S. Open on one leg. So yeah, mic drop by Tiger. It was kind of hard to tell if he was joking or if he wasn't joking. I kind of deciphered it as Tiger actually making a joke, but making it seem like he wasn't joking, one of those halfway jokes, if you will. That's how I'm going to decode it, so there you go. But that's how Tiger is now. He makes these interesting one-liners, says these things that he really doesn't care about in terms of what the media perception would be, and obviously the fans love it. I love it. I think it's fantastic, and definitely shows a lot of personality. And it's also interesting, in the same quote, you know, he says something very confident, very arrogant, like, of course it was a great bet. I won the Masters. And then he goes along and humbles himself and says, well, about the Grand Slam, though. Kind of a dumb move, man. So you get both sides of Tiger in that one quote, which I think is the beautiful part about it. So good vibes, it seems, going into this Memorial Tournament coming off of the Tiger Jam. An event, by the way, that is on my bucket list. I do plan on going to that at some point. Maybe I'll do a show from there. Now, that would be lit. All right, let's talk about this new miniseries on Tiger Woods as well. Deadline reported that a new miniseries based on Jeff Benedict's biography is set to launch in partnership with Wheelhouse Entertainment. Now, Benedict's biography was released in 2018, instantly became a New York Times bestseller. So this is no surprise that there's something coming to the small screen, if you will, especially in light of Tiger Woods' Masters victory. That win is going to be the catalyst for new content related to Tiger Woods. It only makes sense. We're going to see more books. We're going to see more TV shows or maybe documentaries, if you will. More content on the small screen. All of that stuff will continue to flow out. I think this is just the tip of the iceberg. I think things are perhaps in the thinking stage out there in Hollywood, out there in Atlanta, New York, wherever, because of that Masters win and because of that comeback that Tiger had, obviously there is some serious momentum in the game of golf, serious hunger in the game of golf right now, or at least hunger for Tiger Woods content. Ergo, why I freaking started this podcast, because that guy is the game. He is the biggest piece of the pie in the golfing world, and it's not even close. It's like Tiger at 97-98%, maybe Phil at 1.5%, Spieth at 0.5%, Rory at 03 
I can go down the list that way. But obviously, you get my point. Tiger Woods is the wizard of the game. He is the magician, and he is leading the path here with some new content. So a pretty cool story here about a new miniseries coming out for Tiger. Pretty excited to see how that comes about. All right, let's talk about the Memorial Tournament. The tee times are out. The groupings are out as well. Tiger Woods is grouped with Justin Rose, former number one player in the world. He has not played all that much the last couple of months. He had that miscut at the Masters Tournament that a lot of people like to point at in terms of what is happening with Justin Rose. He got off to a really quick start at the beginning of the PGA Tour season you know, during the January and February months, but has kind of slowed since. So there's Rose. Then you have the defending champion, Bryson DeChambeau. A very interesting character, if you will, on the PGA Tour. Because of how he plays, if you don't know who Bryson is, you should definitely give him a Google. He actually has a pretty solid following, you know, relatively speaking, to Jordan Spieth or Rory McIlroy or somebody along those lines, obviously not relative to Tiger, but Bryson plays with irons all the same length. He is a big-time fan of the STEM area of education, loves physics, loves science, loves all that stuff, uses that to his advantage when he plays the game of golf. So Woods, Rose, Bryson teeing off at 8.26 a.m. Eastern Time, on Thursday, and then they tee off at 1.16 Eastern Time on Friday. You have to wonder if Tiger Woods is playing in this tournament because of that missed cut at the PGA Championship at Bethpage Black. It was something that I talked about last week. If Tiger felt the need that he had to get some regular PGA Tour repetitions in before the next major, he would probably play in the Memorial Tournament. Again, an event that he has won five times on his resume. He finished T23 last year. So, some good vibes from 2018. Plus, what's at stake here? A top three slot in the official world golf rankings, and a chance to tie Sam Snead's record of PGA Tour wins. So a lot to chase this week for Tiger Woods out there at Muirfield Village. Obviously, Tiger has a ton of respect for Jack Nicholas. Jack reciprocates that respect for Tiger. So, you know, maybe even if Tiger finished... Inside the top 10 at the PGA, he'd be playing this week. I really don't know. Again, it's a speculation-type game sometimes when trying to predict where Tiger Woods will play in terms of his PGA Tour schedule. Obviously, this is a tournament he has played many times before. I think this is a good thing for Tiger, though. Play this week at the Memorial. Get your reps in. Don't go into the U.S. Open off a missed cut in terms of your last start. And then take the next week off, which he will. He will not play in the RBC Canadian Open. That I can guarantee you. And then he will go ahead out west, Pebble Beach, U.S. Open, get after it, and hopefully hoist that trophy. So, obviously this will be the only warm-up in terms of the PGA Tour schedule before the U.S. Open for Tiger Woods. It also begs the question, too, as we kind of look ahead, 
could Tiger commit to a tournament between the U.S. Open and the British Open? Here are the four events in between those two majors. You've got the Travelers Championship out there in Hartford, Connecticut. I don't think he commits to that. This one's interesting. The Rocket Mortgage Classic in Detroit. Now, that's the inaugural event. So maybe he goes ahead and plays in the Motor City. That would be very interesting. Dustin Johnson is playing in that one. So we'll see. You have the 3M Open in Minnesota, another new event on the PGA Tour schedule, and then the John Deere Classic, which I can pretty much guarantee you Tiger Woods will not play. So, Travelers, no. Rocket Mortgage Classic, maybe. 3M Open in Minnesota, eh, possibly. And then the John Deere, no way in heck. So, if Woods misses the cut at Pebble Beach... I would think he'd at least consider playing in one of those four events. At least give it a thought. Because golf a lot of times is about feeling good mentally. If you don't feel good mentally going into a round, you're basically already done for. Now you know, as a loyal listener of the Tiger Woods podcast, that... I was a competitive golfer, believe it or not, back in my high school days, and I always could feel the difference internally between the ears going into a match when I felt bad and when I felt good and how the scores differentiated. When I felt good going into an event, I usually played well. When I felt bad, I usually didn't. This is not too much of a surprise. This is probably not a big-time headliner type of statement. But I am utilizing that logic here with Tiger in terms of how his schedule will go about going forward. I tried projecting it a couple months ago, saw maybe six additional tournaments going down the rest of the schedule, incorporating the PGA Championship, U.S. Open, British Open, and then I threw in the Memorial Tournament and then a couple of FedEx Cup playoff events. So that's how I saw it. So if you go back to my older projections, I don't have Tiger playing in any of those four tournaments I talked about between the U.S. Open and the Open. But maybe Tiger performs really bad at the U.S. Open and he feels the need to get out there on the course. Look, four tournaments is a long, long time. And I understand the logic for Tiger to really take care of his back, not play a lot. But I also understand the logic that, hey, at least get four rounds in that aren't major championship rounds before that Open Championship. So that's how I feel. Here's the deal with this week. Iron game, iron game, iron game. This course at Mirfield Village typically plays very tough. Not surprising, obviously, because Jack Nicklaus hosts this event. He's not going to make it very easy on these guys. This is an invitational event, so not a full field tournament. 120 players in total. So I guess mathematically speaking, smaller field, better chances for Tiger. But you can make that argument about literally anybody else in the field. So Iron Game is going to be critical for Woods. He's very good with his approaches in terms of the 
long-standing stats so far this season for Woods. His iron game wasn't all that great at the PGA Championship, but in terms of his entire performance this year, he has been spot on. But he can't miss the fairways as much as he has been, and that putter can't go ice cold. Driver, putter. Those are the concerns. They have been my concerns throughout the year, aside from that Masters win, of course. So for Tiger here, get in that short grass and then utilize your approach game, which is one of the best, if not the best, in the world right now. Strokes gained approach, that's the stat we are all staring at for the Memorial Tournament. In terms of where I think Tiger's going to position himself on Sunday afternoon, I actually don't have him winning. I don't think he is going to be hoisting this trophy. I give him a good shot at the U.S. Open and a very good shot at the Open Championship. I'm going to predict T7 finish for Tiger. Nice top 10, good momentum, good vibes, and then scoot on over to the West Coast, get ready for our Nations Championship, and contend at the U.S. Open, all right? So that's how I feel about Woods this week. I don't have him winning but I like where he is at in terms of his history at this tournament, in terms of the stats, and in terms of just the sheer fact that he wants to play this week. That is encouraging in of itself. All right, so there you go, the Memorial Tournament this week at Nearfield Village. That's going to do it for the Tiger Woods Podcast. This week, I will talk to you guys next week, talking about the U.S. Open, Some more guests coming down the pipeline as well. Really excited about that. Be sure to subscribe, share the show, tell your fellow Tiger fans out there that this thing exists. All right? That's the problem sometimes. People don't even know that there's a Tiger Woods-centric podcast out there. So spread the word. Say, hey, how you doing? Hey, by the way, you know there's a Tiger Woods podcast, right? Like, just walk up to random people and say that. Show them the podcast app. Show them the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you get your audio, I'm coming at you. This is Cam Rogers signing off. Go Tiger. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.